This is episode 95 of Wayne and with Travis Hartman. I'm B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. We're coming to you on a Monday, Monday, Monday from the TH Boxing Facility on the second floor in the podcast room. Weekend Trav, good to see you. What's up, B-Money? Hey, well, this is the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym, specifically on the second floor of said boxing gym in the podcast room shot on a Sunday and Monday. Today is Monday. Dropping on? Wednesday morning at 7.15 a.m. In, in the, the world. world. That is us, folks. Uh, we appreciate our demographic and those that follow along to our content, whether you're following us on YouTube, on Spotify, on Rumble, on any other audio source where you stream your audio podcasts. We are there. Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Search for us, find us, follow us, like us, love us, because we need our, we need your love. We need your approval. We really we desperately need it. Doing. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, thank you so much to those that have been subscribing. Please continue to do so. And if you have not yet done so, please go below and do it. And the bell icon on YouTube is very important, I guess, for the stats. It's That's important for the algorithm. Smash it. Smash it. And that way, you know, next time we drop some new content, yada, yada, yada. So we can draft. Um, we're coming into uh, the season of boxing that is... Uh, a little slower than we probably experienced over the last month or so. We're hitting a Labor Day weekend this coming weekend. If you're catching us here, it's on a Wednesday if it's fresh content. But we're leading into a three-day holiday time period. But there's still a lot of boxing out there. And we're going to talk about a little bit coming up, uh, one of which is a heavyweight ba- matchup with uh, Luis King Kong Ortiz taking on Andy Ruiz Jr. Also, we have to talk about, just because it was all over social media, we have to talk about this KSI thing. KSI guy. What is? Who is he? We don't get to pick what we talk about. Things happen, and we just have to discuss it. It's almost briefly. Like, it's like a current event in the boxing I know. world. I feel like we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't at least talk about it briefly. You just kind of talk about certain things briefly. We'll talk about that not at the onset, somewhere in the middle, folks, because we want to get to real action. And then, obviously, we'll talk about the upcoming matchup with Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. That's in a couple of weeks. Uh, we have some time to talk about that. But weekend trap. I've talked enough. Let's get into the grit. We want to jump into the grit. Do you jump into grits? I don't know, actually. We're in the South here. It's a, oh. Do you eat grits? I don't eat grits. I don't like My wife likes grits. I don't, I don't like it. I don't think I've actually ever had grits. I'm just like, if you're going to eat grits, eat oatmeal. I, I eat oatmeal. I will <laughs> eat oatmeal. I think I'm not very Southern because I don't think I've even tried grits. Yeah, it's, a, it's just kind of like, mm, whatever, a little grainy. Put some butter in it, whatever. The only grain I like is in my alcohol. That's true. So we also <laughs> talk about this. We are drinking a, a nice uh, uh, Eagle Rare here. We'll get to the specifics a little bit into the show. But first and foremost, heavyweight matchup. We can travel. Let's jump right in. We have the Mexican destroyer, Andy Rose Jr., taking on Luis King Kong Ortiz. This weekend in L.A., California. What on you a got? Sunday. On Sunday. Fox pay-per-view on a Sunday. I'm, I'm starting to get used to this like Sunday boxing kind of like it because saturday they give us like a little they sprinkle in a little bit of like espn plus and stuff like that on a saturday so i get boxing saturday get boxing sunday then we get to talk about it on a sunday or a monday or a tuesday but dropping on a wednesday always on a wednesday but (laughs) this is a big fight actually andrew ruiz and luis ortiz Mm -hmm. i would have said i would have said about five years ago luis ortiz wins this fight hands down however i'm not saying he loses it right now i'm just saying that about five or six years ago Lewis King Kong Ortiz beats pretty much a lot of people out there. He was dodged a lot by a lot of people for, for good reason. The dude's massive. He's a lefty. He's Cuban. He knows how to box, and he can punch. 
Um, he was out boxing Deontay Wilder, the, their first fight, I believe it was, the entire fight, and ended up getting stopped, I think, in the last round, and was winning on points. And they rematched, and I think Wilder knocked him out again. Um, but Luis Ortiz can fight. Mm. Andy Ruiz, for all those who don't know who he is, I also mentioned him as John Ruiz in the last week's episode on accident when we're talking about Anthony Joshua. But we fixed it because B-Money had me. Um, But Andy Ruiz can fight. He's the one who upset Anthony Joshua. But you know what it's looking like now? It's really an upset. We're looking at RPI. You know, do college football, RPI, strength the schedule, basketball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Andy Ruiz's RPI is going down by the minute. And I think a lot of people, um, the strength of schedule that I even gave um, Anthony Joshua I gave him a little too much credit, I think. I really do. So the reason I bring it up is because that is Andy Rez's biggest win. Well That's his biggest win to date. So to your solid win, yes. To your RPI comments, here's I'll give you Vegas lines here. The money line, Andy Rez, we have a minus three sixty, so a heavy favorite in this one. Uh Luis Ortiz plus two sixty. So Vegas has seen it as pretty much a route here uh, where it looks like uh, money's going under nine and a half rounds on this thing. Oof. Ooh, I think that's a very appetizing one. I think it's very – if that's the Vegas odds right now, mm. I think, in my opinion, that's very appetizing because um, I, I don't see Andy Ruiz stopping Luis Ortiz. I don't. I, I see that fight going the distance. Okay. Um, but – I think the only chance is Andy Ruiz to outbox Luis Ortiz to outwork him because he is the older guy, Luis Ortiz is. He can box, uh, but he's the older guy, so I don't see him being able to go 12 high-paced rounds. I don't know if I want to see either of these guys go 12 rounds. That be, Those last yeah, four rounds are going to be ugly yeah, if I that's think, the case. I think it possibly will. It depends on which Andy Ruiz shows up too. Do we have the very, very fit and dedicated Andy Ruiz? Hopefully so because if he's not, if the if the, a good – Andy Ruiz doesn't show up, he'll lose to a Luis Ortiz. I think at this point, Luis Ortiz is kind of like the gatekeeper of the heavyweight division, in my opinion. He's the guy who could beat you, yes, but he's a guy that you need to beat to get to a title fight. So I think Andy Ruiz is a lot on the line. Yeah. We can Trav. When I look at social media posts, things like that, the Mexican destroyer looks sharp. He looks very good. Yeah. Very quick. He's obviously... He, he's going to be he's going to be a stout dude. He's 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 not going to be a shredded guy ever in his no, life. No, but his body's not built that way. No, but for what he has and his body mass, that guy is quick. Yeah, very fast, very sharp, a lot of power. And if you're talking Ortiz as the gatekeeper, well, uh, then he might be in for a short night. I think if we're talking Vegas standards or gambling, which by the way, yes, every once in a while we put some money on some things, yada, yada, yada. There are different sites and applications. You all, depending on what state you're in, can do that on your own. We are not recommending that. We are not uh, um, uh, suggesting anything, but I would probably look at the under nine and a half rounds on that thing. I'm, I'm opposite. I think it goes over. Uh, the only person to stop Luis Ortiz is Deontay Walder. And as we all know, that dude punches very hard. So I think the over, I'm betting on the over. Okay. Because I also don't think Andy Ruiz has that one punch knockout power. If y'all watched it, Anthony Joshua, that Anthony Joshua fight, he didn't knock him out. Yeah. He stopped him. Anthony Joshua quit. Anthony Joshua was standing there and literally was on his feet, I think, when when they stopped it. And he just quit. He checked out mentally and he just quit. So I don't see 
Andy Ruiz having the ability to knock out a Luis Ortiz. Yeah, I think cardio is going to be a problem. I think as, as we get deeper in those rounds, that's going to be an issue for Ortiz. But we will see. Uh, hopefully this changes the trajectory of some, uh, some predictions that you've had of recent memory. And uh, I could be wrong, and Thanks you could be lot, right. An- Thanks a lot, Anthony Joshua. Hey, remember back in the day where we used to bet on things, <sighs> and then I got on a little win streak, and then we stopped betting on your choice and my choice. Who cares? Uh, <clears throat> so I mean, if you want to go head-to-head again, we can do this. All right. Well, we'll have to I think. I need to rebound. I tell you what. Get the confidence. I'm back taking up, the under. I'm, ni- I'm taking under nine and a half rounds. I don't care who I like wins. It. I like it. I'm going over for and sure. And over. You don't care who wins. So that's gonna be it. That's Comment below or one. give us suggestions. Like or if you're checking this out on a reel on the on the on the Instagram, what should we be betting against one another? I have Ruiz and Ortiz going under nine and a half rounds. We can Travis over nine and a half rounds. What should the loser have to do, or you know whatever? Oh, I like it. Hmm. Comment. Stop being like we're getting like two, three thousand views on our reels on our Instagram. So that many people are seeing that. Somebody say something. Give us some kind of a weird. I don't care if it's a weird quirky bet. Just throw it out there. We'll mull it over. Doesn't mean we'll do it. But no. that's a solid. I like it. We're going head I to like head. It. I like it. Head to head. Under over. Gosh. I like it. <laughs> this, yeah. is what it's, this is what our world's come to. I love it. Is, so this is on Sunday weekend, Trav. Sunday. Yeah. Fox pay-per-view. Fox pay-per-view coming from Los Angeles, California. And I must say, we met King Kong Ortiz not too long ago. We did it. One of the Entrebox Ballet Sports shows. Nice guy. Nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know who he was. I, w- I would call him a sweetheart, but he he hit me in the face. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. He was. Very. Yeah. It, it, was, it was good seeing guys like that at the show, but also... Um, they they didn't promote him enough because like he was sitting in a regular sheet at first yeah. and somebody got him he was like oh get ringside which was an awesome thing to do because yeah. that guy does and they should the dude's a former heavyweight title challenger and his losses are to guys like Deontay Wilder pretty so, solid so two minutes here you give me what occurs what should be next if Ruiz wins what should be next if Ortiz somehow wins this thing two minutes. I think that's a heavyweight title fight right there. I think that the winner of this deserves to fight against a Tyson Fury or Usyk, period. I think they've separated themselves in that division. I think Luis Ortiz is just as credible um, and deserves it. So I I genuinely believe, and I think think this fight would be a mandatory um, number one ranking, I believe. So why Mm. not? I I love it. Andy Ruiz versus Luis Ortiz. Andy Ruiz has proved that he can be there. He dethroned Anthony Joshua. They rematched. He lost a very competitive 12-round decision, but he also came in massively overweight. Uh, That's for true. The, for the rematch. That's true. So that was different. Fat and um, happy. He, yeah, he was. And he I think he knows that and he admits it. Um, but Luis Ortiz, he's dangerous, man. I'm telling you about five or six years ago, he was one of the most avoided heavyweights out there. People didn't want to fight him. Big, lefty, could box, Cuban, could punch, intel- super intelligent. His boxed his whole life. Well, we can try. Five or six years ago, the whole world was different. Okay, a lot of things have happened in two, five or six two, years. Two years ago, so to talk right. about a professional athlete from five or six years ago—that's two. That could be two different people, right? It, it very could, and I only say that he's still good. I'm not saying that, right? But the reason I say that is he's listed at 44 years old. But I have some inside sources that say, Travis, I promise you, he's older than that, and he's from Cuba. So Cuba, you can you can fudge those birth certificates and things like that. Yeah, but is that good or is that bad? Well, what if he's 49? He's, he's older for sure. Well, why it's good is because when he first came over, if it came over and they're like, oh, he's already 40 years old, he wouldn't get the opportunities that he got. Right. Is right. why they do the age thing. So they're like, I'm not going to tell everybody he's 50 years old because 
nobody's going to want to come watch him, even though clearly he's 44 and he's still at the highest level. Mm. He's still fighting at the highest level, and he's not, he's not been blown out one time. Even Deontay Wilder didn't blow him out. He was winning that fight when they were fighting for 12 rounds. So yeah. the guy can fight, and it's no nothing to sneeze at with Deontay Wilder. We all know he can punch. He, can he put down a guy like Tyson Fury, but, but but he's he's so stiff and watches feet. No, he can be outboxed. That's Ugh. why that's why it was perfect for Luis Ortiz. And if he would have just cruised in that last round, yeah. he would be heavyweight champion of the world. Well, speaking of cruising, let's uh, shift gears here and talk about what was on the zone over this past weekend. Evidently, got a lot of headlines because, frankly, there just wasn't a lot else to talk about from this past weekend. I guess, and that is one KS. I took on two different janitors or taxi drivers <laughs> or whoever they are, took two different guys down. Yeah. We can travel. Is this what the world's come to? We're talking about now we're getting professional boxers calling YouTubers out. Is this where we're at? Yeah. You know, what's what's the reason why we have to talk about this is because it sold out 20,000 people. Unbelievable. Alive. Plus, it was on DAZN. Unbelievable. As well. And KSI, I'm going to, to be fair, when KSI fought Logan Paul years ago, when Logan Paul came back onto the scene, not Jake Paul, people get these guys mixed up, Logan Paul is the one that fought Floyd Mayweather. And Logan Paul is not actually a professional boxer. He's, He's a professional wrestler. Well, no, wait, actually, he is a professional boxer because the, the second time he fought KSI, it was a pro fight on his own. Anyway, Logan Paul and KSI, three or four years ago, they were one of the first YouTubers to really yeah. start in it, right? KSI didn't impress me at all. I thought KSI won that fight, but I thought he got ripped off. Logan Paul did. I thought Logan Paul actually beat KSI. What I'm getting at is KSI over the weekend. I was like, wow, he he got he got a little better. And I'm saying this not on the elite level pro scene like Canelo Alvarez better. I'm saying he got a little better. I was like, wow, this guy actually looks like he's been training a little bit, and he did. He beat a rapper. Who cares? I didn't care about the fact how he beat them. Is what he looked, and I was like. Wow, he he looked like he actually knows how to throw a punch. He was fast. Didn't one of them go into the second round? Yeah, I don't know how. And the guy, it should have been stopped in the first because I believe he went down like three or four times. They just kept it going. But that's not what I'm commenting on. I didn't care about his opponent. I looked at what he looked like, and I was like, he actually didn't look bad. And the reason I say that is I wouldn't mind seeing a Jake Paul and a KSI. I actually wouldn't (sighs) mind seeing it. Why? Why? I I just because I want to see if these YouTubers can just meet up and like get a highlight reel knockout, or one of them would quit, or what. I just I want to see. We can we just. And keep... I'm not mentioning it. On this is so. This is my entertainment. This is not my professional boxing knowledge. I don't want to see it on that scene. I want to see it as entertainment value, like a WWE. Well, sure. So I keep, want to see it in that. So regards. keeping the YouTubers in their own lane, keep the boxers in go. their own lane. I don't know. Uh, speaking of Jake Paul, he has mentioned that he does have an opponent signed, sealed, and t- hopefully delivered this week. We will know that for on October. that front uh, for October. Who knows? It might be KSI. They've somewhat alluded to some things. We all have guilty pleasures. We, yeah, but the the name that keeps. In that conversation a little bit, we talked about it last week, with Mike Perry. Who knows? Yeah. That could be it. I don't know if that'll be enough time for him to get clearance from his last brutal warfare uh, to October. Sure. But there are names in the mix, I guess. But my question to you, when it comes to a Jake Paul in October, oh, what's going to be interesting? I don't know. Man. What's actually going to be of interest here? We've it's done tough because he's went through three different, no, two different opponents. This will be his third one in the last like what? Four yeah, months, but it's more like months, it's more months. like yeah, exactly, exactly. He's had a couple of fights, but he's had several more opponents, and they just don't you know, pan out. out. Yeah, right? I don't. 
I mean, I don't know where he goes. So I'm, I'm actually, to be fair, I'm actually really curious to who they're getting. Mm. I don't have any inside knowledge on this one. I don't. I don't know who they're getting. And we've said it. We said it a year ago. I was going back and looking through our podcast episodes over a year ago. In our headlines, we were like, "Fight Mike Perry." They're like, yeah. "Should should Jake Paul?" This was a year ago. We were on the platinum Mike Perry train then. Over a year ago, you can go back and look at our episodes. We mentioned it. Um, but I would love to see that fight. Well, I mean, that would be. But I don't think. I, I think you're correct though. Mike Perry just had a massive win over in England over Michael Venom. Michael Venom something. Page. Page. Yep. Yeah. He just. Ma- it was a massive win over there for sure. Yep. And bare knuckle boxing. It's a little different than Mike Perry, what he called the pillows. And he's not wrong because the pillows do keep you from getting as cut up as Mike Perry was. Mike sure. Perry's got a lot of cuts. There's some damage in there. So, so it has, to, it has to heal. I know that both of those two guys have sparred before in the past. Okay, And there's some leaked footage and this and that. That was a long time ago. They both have improved. I'm talking Jake Paul Mike Perry. They mm-hmm. both improved on the actual striking game. Yeah. Mike Perry's always been a fighter. He's always been a, a, tough, a, a cage guy, tough guy. So I don't want to make it seem like his striking skills weren't there. They've been there, but he's refined them is what I should say. Yeah, a little better because he's, he's – He's been to a sport where it's only boxing. Correct, correct. So in UFC for so long. Yeah, so he's been training that. Obviously, Jake Paul with BJ Flores, he's been sharpening his skills too. That would be interesting. I don't think this is that's what this is going to be. No. I don't know who it's going to be, but unfortunately for all of us and everyone, you know, watching these things, it's got to be main event material, right? Because yeah. he would be the main event on this thing yep. in October. Yep. It's. I got. Do you happen to know off the top of your head? who not who but when nate diaz is fighting mm, I, I don't think it's going to be him because that that fight is coming up it's early september i think though yeah but that's not it? enough time to be cleared yeah so and, and, and they couldn't announce it now because even if he because they're trying to announce it i think within the next week like they think this week say they've signed by the time this drops on wednesday it might already be out there um, so, well, i don't honestly i'm curious yeah I'm really so, curious so we, either way we're going to post online on on instagram and everywhere else follow us wayne and with travis hartman all one word you can find us on the social and we'll be uh, up to up we to the minute. The Facebook and the Instagram up to the twenty four. Frankly, our marketing people they don't have a life, so they're on there all the time. All the time, they're taking care of it. Um, so, I mean, that's coming up. I don't know. Maybe it is KSI. I mean, he, uh, I mean, I, technically, that would be the only one to me that would make oh. sense because KSI didn't get beat up much. He fought twice in one night. But this is yes. what we're talking about. I know. But then we have a guy. I hate to bring up Tommy Fumbles. But I saw, I saw on the socials that he then called out KSI. Seriously, this is what we've gotten to: a professional boxer called this guy out. So give me, I'll give you a curveball. What if October is Tommy Fumbles oh, again? I don't do care. From do day think? one, we can try, and you, you can go back yep. in our episodes. <laughs> I don't care about that fight. It's true. I don't care about it. Money 100% said that multiple times. The only fight I feel like you would care about with Jake Paul right now is Mike Perry. Yes. Would that be correct? Yes, that's correct. B-Money would be super interested in that fight. And I think a lot of people, to be honest, I'm not BSing around. I think a lot of people actually be into that fight. And listen, for multiple reasons, not just because Mike's a friend of mine, so it's not just because of that, but it's because I think that would be an ultimate test. (laughs) Mike's one of the toughest, grittiest mother Correct. out there. And I want to, 
you know what? That's a massive payday for both of them. That'd be a huge payday. So obviously, I want to see my get that money, my Mike. friend get that bag, right? So him and his, and his budding family, I want to see that. I promise you that Mike would not fumble that bag. No, no, he Period. would. He would go. He would be wheeled in there in a wheelchair on or on crutches, and he would fight to the last breath. 100%. He would do anything for his family. I respect the hell out of that guy. So that's the only fight I would want to see against Jake Paul. So whoever this is going to be, you got to. There's no movement for me on this unless it is a Mike Perry taking on Jake Paul. And you know what? I hate that this is the transition, but let's talk about some real boxing now. Let's Thank talk you. about the the boxing mecca. The of boxing. real fight that gives the boxing fans of boxing real movement. And that would be Canelo Alvarez taking on Triple G here in two weeks. I believe that is on the 17th in Las Vegas weekend, Trav. Holy moly. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth as the weeks get closer, but initial thoughts here. This fight deserves more play than those other guys for sure. That's why we're going to give it that Absolutely. notice. So this is the trilogy. This is, what, three or four years in the making. These guys have fought twice. The first fight, they ruled a draw. A lot of people thought that Triple G won the first fight. The second fight, I had. I think a lot of the population had Canelo winning the second fight, pretty narrowly, but had him winning it. Now Triple G, I believe, is forty years old. He's a little older, but he's still Triple G. Triple G hasn't lost since he hasn't lost since the fights with with uh, Canelo. The last person to beat Triple G is Canelo. So that's why this this trilogy does make sense. It's it's a good fight, and what makes it even more interesting is. Canelo's coming off a loss sure. to Dimitri Bivol. Sure. So a lot of people could be like, oh, Canelo's confidence is down. Triple G's hasn't lost a fight since Canelo. So a lot of people make Triple G's up, even though he is 40 years old. I don't think the age, in my opinion, to be fair, I keep mentioning it. I'm only mentioning it because it's, it's the truth. But I don't think it's going to play a factor in this fight. So as of August 29th, that is today that we're filming, um, Vegas doesn't agree with you when it comes to the mental state of Canelo Alvarez as he is a minus 500 favorite in this one on the money line, whereas Triple G is a plus 350. I mean, honestly, you might as well just take that just in case. You know, you just throw a couple bucks towards that for the payoff. Yeah, I wouldn't waste your money because I think that even though I said Triple G is coming off a loss, I, I do think that our Triple G, Canelo is coming off a loss. I do think Canelo is probably more motivated than ever, though. Yeah. He's that type of character and that type of athlete that when he loses, he doesn't get down. He gets even grittier and works even harder. Yeah, fights, he knows he's got to come back and, for something and big. Fight expected to finish under 10 and a half rounds out of the 12. I mean, this is a hard one to actually bet on. I think the only interesting thing that's going to happen in this fight is I do, off the top of my head, think it goes 12 rounds. But I, what I do think the difference in this fight is that I do think Canelo is going to press the action. And for once, I think he's going to try and knock out Triple G because I think – the first fight, which they ruled a draw, I think a lot of the world, a majority of the world, thought that Triple G won. Mm-hmm. The second fight was very close, mm-hmm. but Canelo, in my opinion, won the second fight. I think he won that fight fair and square. Um, so I think this third fight, Canelo and his legacy, I think he's like, you know what? Everybody said those the first couple fights were close. I want to put a stamp on this. And Canelo's coming off of a loss, so I think he's like, I want to erase that mental thought of everybody. Do you know what's funny, though? I've had so many people ask me about Canelo. They're like, so is, is Canelo done, or where do you think he goes from here? I, I'm like, I look at him, and I'm like, he fought he up. He went to light heavyweight. He like, up and weight. And, like, he didn't get, like, dominated. He did lose, but I was like, what do you mean, where does he go? This guy, in my opinion, 
is still up in the top five top See, round conversation. This is the like, it's funny, this is though. the skill of sports media <laughs> is so that they funny. find something to talk about and they make the general population think, oh, maybe he is almost done. Because he I'm lost like, to a guy that's much bigger than him he's and like very 30 skilled. Years old, Thirty-one years old, top of his game. Right there's now. a there's a reason why Baval has all that hardware. Now he's on the shelf. I think I think his fight got pushed back a little yep. bit, Baval. Uh, but there's a reason. And Canelo, he had to move up in weight. He's been actually he's been moving up in weight his whole career. There you go. Not just, it's not like he just went yeah. one weight class, not two weight classes, not three, five weight classes up to fight Baval. So listen, and that's not taking anything away. Baval is a very, very good fighter and said it on the podcast. I was like, hey, this is this is a dangerous style, stylistically matchup for Canelo. It's just dangerous for sure. Now here's an interesting way to play this one. <clears throat> I mean, if you think for certain that Canelo Alvarez is going to win, you could take, which isn't a good payout, take the minus 500. But if you have an inkling about the rounds, if you have a feeling about maybe he does finish him, maybe he does finish Triple G under, let's say under... Six and a half. That's a plus 375. Under five and a half rounds is plus 500. So there you start to play some games here on the gambling front. It's interesting weekend, Trav. That might be the way I play it. I'll see as we get closer to the 17th. Do some prop bets on some Do some props. That's the fun part for me. Um, So we will see as we get closer to September 17th. We're going to talk a bit more about this fight as we get closer, obviously. Uh, The only other thing I want to mention on the boxing front weekend, Trav, is the fact that uh, we have the ladies fighting on the 10th in England. We finally have Savannah Marshall taking on Clarissa Shields, but also... Alicia Bumgardner taking on Michaela Mayer. That'll be a pretty good card. Big matchup. Right? Uh, I believe so as yeah. well. So that's on the 10th, which I believe is a Saturday um, coming up after Labor Day yeah. uh, here in the States. So that'll be an interesting one. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, we want to give the ladies some love on that one as well. Um, but we can try. Anything else on the boxing front that you wanted to jump into? No, I mean, I think the Canelo and the the Triple G rematch, or rematch trilogy, mm-hmm. deserves its airtime for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a fight that we've probably wanted to see for a little bit. Um, there was some legacy building in the mix, which means Canelo was fighting for legacy in the process after that second fight, which I get it. Um, but you know what else? I mean, Errol Spence and, and Terrence Crawford, I don't know if they're any closer to making that deal, uh, but I know the conversation is still going on. I know they're hammering out a deal. I would not be surprised we're, uh, we're, we're at the end of August right now. I would not be surprised still to see that fight land somewhere in December if it happens. Yeah, I, they'll, they'll I, could, have to, I could possibly see it in 2022. They'll have to announce it in the next few weeks if that's the case. Yeah. Um, it's a know, fight that deserves to be built it correctly. It. The, both these guys are very, very top high-level guys. Yeah. And uh, for sure, what I wanted to mention real fast was on the Canelo um, versus mm-hmm. Triple G front. I've mentioned this in the past episodes um, when I talked about Giovanni Estella and mm-hmm. about power and knockouts. Um, most elite-level fights, especially non-heavyweight elite-level fights, don't end in knockout. Sure. So that's why... I, th- I don't think that Canelo versus Triple G is going to end in a knockout. I do think that one goes the distance. As of right now, I haven't changed my mind yet, but I'm just going to stick to what Weekend Trav says. And I do – and it usually happens, and you see the top fighters. And in my opinion, if my uh, the, the groundwork of what I say is true, I do consider Triple G sure. and Canelo elite. So Bye. elite fighters – you we, don't usually see knockouts. We might have another internal bet going on in a couple of weeks. We got to get past Let's the first get one. Let's get through this one. Let's okay. get through this one with uh, Ortiz and Ruiz. Uh, <clears throat> so we can travel. We wanted to mention what we are drinking today. We are drinking Eagle Rare, the single barrel 
hand-selected by our friends at Hagen O'Reilly's there in Winter Garden, Florida. Ten-year, okay? Uh, and also special props to our, 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 uh, our friends at Wine Regions in Claremont. Uh, just so YouTube is aware, we don't get this for free, okay? So this is no, there's no sponsorship here. I don't want you to hurt uh, the algorithm. There's no, anything like that. But they're friends of ours, good guys, good people, especially those at Hagen O'Reilly's as well. Either way. So this is the Eagle Rare 10-year single barrel hand-selected by Hagen O'Reilly's in Winter Garden, Florida. Ooh. This That's is good mouthful, stuff, man. I mean, good, yeah. when you, so when we do a lot of these bourbons in the early onset of this podcast we're mm. buying them from abc good stuff though sure. still but as we know now that there's a difference when you see stuff with a little tag on it that says single barrel hand yeah. selected there's a difference a there's, bit, a, yeah. there's actually a difference in um, some of that alcohol, and that's why you pay for that difference, especially too. if you but trust. There's a difference, especially if you trust the place that's hand selecting the barrels, right? So, yeah. and, and we know these guys in particular; they will go up and they will they will travel around and they will find what they like, and it will be labeled. Boom! This is for Hagen O'Reilly's. And I believe when we did a podcast live at Hagen O'Reilly's, I forget the general manager's name. I think his name was John, uh, assistant general manager. He's like. I've been doing this bourbon for 15 to 16 years. Bourbon mm -hmm. specifically too. Mm -hmm. And he he's the one that goes with him a lot of these hand select as well. He's like, he's obsessed with it. 15 to 16 years worth of knowing what he likes, knowing the taste of everything. Yeah. And he's the one that helps with these single barrel hand selects for Hagen O'Reilly's, Luis Ortiz, Luis Ortiz, I always say Luis Ortiz, Luis Salazar, <laughs> what's up brother? <laughs> and, and, and like, every, like, like every Spanish guy has a last name Ortiz. <laughs> this Spanish guy has a last name Waters. Dude, I'm so bad with this, like the Ortiz, the Ruet, anything like with that little Z in there, it messes me up, like John Ruez and uh, Andy Ruez, I mess him up. I mean, I mean, I've been boxing my whole life, man. Come on, give you me a should. Break. Be, yeah, like, you've been boxing against my give, people all people, life, <laughs> all your whole life. People gotta give give weekend travel a break. I've had 170 amateur fights, 46 pro fights. I've taken a lot of shots, guys. C CTE, bro. Now. CTE. Who knows? Oh, I'm I don't just think kidding. So. I don't think so either. Um, so <clears throat> that being said, yes, everyone's palate's different, right? Everyone likes different things, but when you have experience in this realm, like uh, I. I don't want to say his name is John, but if it is John, I'm sorry. Um, I think it is. I just watched that episode. When actually. you have experience and you start to have your own palate, what you enjoy, what you like. Same thing with with uh, Luis and same thing with Frankie. I mean, they they like certain things, but ultimately you got to trust the insight too. Mm -hmm. These are guys that are in this world a lot more than than maybe we are and others, and they're not going to steer you wrong. This is pretty damn good. This Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare in general, when you go to a, a restaurant, whatever else, Eagle Rares are very good. You can get Eagle Rare bourbon at, at really nice, nice higher-end restaurants, mid-range, mid higher-end restaurants, and it's very good. This one in particular, it is like butter, buddy. This is this is rolling down the throat. Aged Shoot is open. Ooh. I'm going to read you this soup. This is going to pump you up when you hear this, okay? I'm going to try to give it my best articulation. Without messing up, okay? Good word. Here's how it starts, okay? It's Eagle Rare Kentucky Straight Bourbon wow. Whiskey. We're back on our bourbon trail because we are the number one bourbon beards and boxing podcast Yeah. in our demographic. And that's for you, Dale. So, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the cornerstones of the birth of a nation, epitomized by the American bald eagle. That nation has come to represent the freedom, spirit, and independence of individual, giving the world products and innovations that are uniquely its own. One such innovation was Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Early Kentucky settlers created bourbon, the true American spirit. I see you over there. I know. <laughs> 
The true American spirit in the late 1700s, by practice and protected by law, no other distilled spirit adheres to the standards as strict as those established for the Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And few other whiskeys can offer even a glimpse of the great whiskey making found in Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare, 10-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, has a sweet, oaky nose and full complete oh no full complex body reminiscent of a fine port wine this rare whiskey is best served neat or over ice of course feel free to drink eagle rare in such a classic cocktails as the manhattan or whiskey sour that was probably one of the best ways to describe all of it literally on the taste on the taste everything point right very much on point everything they mentioned there um with the nose everything with the port everything tasted just like that it makes sense now with the eagle rare too this was you know what this is right up our your rendition and reading of that got me so fired up be money's over there pumping if you're listening to us on spotify or one of the podcast listening apps be money was just lifting careful down a single dumbbell it was. I don't want to say. Pretty, I don't want to say the weight. But it was, it was light. pretty heavy. It's pretty light. You know? It looked pretty heavy from this side. It's pretty. It's pretty light. It was about as heavy as that pour the that we've been room. doing. The weight room is that way. Mm, mm. Get it. <clears throat> um, get so it. get it. We can travel. This is the time where we rate this boxing glove zero to ten. And uh, I went first last time. We're gonna go to you first here oh, on this man. one. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you remember these things? I don't All know. right. I just make it up, really. Hmm. Mm. Take another sip. I just did. Take another I'm sip. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm going to... Swish it around. I'm actually taking in the ambiance of the evening. Wait, no. Now, you've had the cigar in your mouth as well, so that changes things. Oh, the, no, the Tabasco. The Tabasco. The tobacco <laughs> with bourbon <laughs> is a must. <laughs> Listen, we're this late in the episode. A lot of people have fallen off. Most of our listeners are not listening right now. But if you're dedicated... Like our good friends, Dale especially, yeah. we love you. Hopefully you're still listening. Um, Congratulations, by the way, on uh, nuptials. Are they showing? No. Oh, Dale. nuptials. Yeah, oh, okay, Dale, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, I'm going to go mm. 7.6. Hmm. It's a little high for me, but it's not bad. I like it because... I also tried it as well at Hagen O'Reilly's mm-hmm. and also Wine Regions. Yeah, but – oh, okay. So last time you went to Hagen's, you had this yep. specific one because yep. I remember the time before when I was with you a long time ago, they had – but they, that's not the same one. Nope. Yeah. This one is different because correct. it is a single barrel hand-selected. Well, correct. It's a different barrel. Yep. Um, you ready to be shocked? Mm-hmm. You ready to be shocked? Shock and awe. Give me some shock and awe. You ready to get the shocker? Oh, <laughs> Two for the pink one. Okay, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> 8.0. Holy. 8.0 for an average of 7.8. Holy testicle Tuesday. Yeah. And today's Monday. What? Yeah. That's Is that your highest ever? For me, it probably is. I think I may have gone 8.1 on something before, but. Wow. Not for a while. Wow. Now that I'm a, a, a seltzer guy because of the wow. calories. Wow. That's a pretty high score. Dude, that's a really high. So we did good. I told Frankie, I said, Frankie, I need your top three. Oh, your yeah. choice. I top trust three that opinion. Bourbons. This was one of them. Mm-hmm. 
Good, Fra- Frankie, you're the man. Good work. B Money loves it. I, but to be fair, I do too. Most of my I trust picks opinion, are usually man. seven, and uh, I did a little higher than normally at seven point six. So we we haven't had but a very probably one or two above eight. Yeah. In the history of our show, it would take a lot to be above an eight. And to be fair, our show is approaching one hundred episodes. So we've very drank, close. We've drank a lot of bourbon. Very close. Now the we fact don't. That we've only had a few. Over eight We've is been, pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I, I can't even think of more than this. There's probably two or three, though. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a um, small number. I think about all the different ones we've had, and we, maybe we'll reminisce a little bit on episode 100, okay? So that's coming up, folks. This is episode We're 95 right now. Mark, guys. So that's 100. If you do anything 100 times, that's pretty impressive, you know? True. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? If I disappoint my wife a hundred times, that's very impressive. Actually, it is. Which that happened. The fact that you're still... That probably happened at some point. The fact that she stuck with you yeah. over a hundred disappointments is, is also impressive, though. You know, she ain't going to get it's any impressive. better than me. That's, uh, I'm the full package. <clears throat> you hope. But I hope. So, <clears throat> we can Trev. 7.8. I, I think that's a solid rating. I'm, I'm glad that we've... We've definitely. I don't think that you've had one this good for Mm-mm. you specifically. In yeah, a while. I can't think because I'm looking at the ones so we still need that. to get through. I by the way, that. like I like Noble Oak a lot. Uh, this was okay. Puncher's Chance was very good. I like Puncher's Chance. And I, that well, there's there's different versions of that. I know. I know. This one was better. But I like this one for sure. Puncher's yeah. Chance. You guys it wasn't terrible. Great product. Um, and the, I don't remember what that old, old Hamer. Hamer. Anyways. Um, we do have another one that I just don't know if we're going to open, guys. It's a Nashville Barrel Roasted Spirit, which is also in Claremont, I believe. But it is. It is. Yep. But it's. So um, the Stranger Things? The Stranger Things one. And I really don't know if we want to open this, And if we guys. don't, that's fine. But if we do, I need to wear my Stranger Things shirt. I mean, that's. I don't know if we're going to open it. Okay. That okay. one is, like, special. Okay. Maybe if we open it, we open it, like, on Halloween. Episode 100. Which might be close to Halloween. No, it'll be in mid-October probably. Are you sure? 95? It's five weeks away. Five weeks from today. Will we take a break? Of I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're very good. Hey, we've been solid. Speaking of which, we have. We've been solid. We have posted, dropped every Wednesday morning that's at very 17 a.m. for two plus months now. Yes, yes. And that's been the month. Very solid. The opposite the of what's views. in my toilet. Added subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it falls off, and I love it because because we've done this for a while. Because yeah, because we try to tighten they up the miss, episodes. We try Don't to lie. we try to tighten up the episodes to like you know forty minutes max maybe, and and, and this one's kind of going on a little bit now. Who cares? This is where the do. wheels start to come off. Episode hundred will be interesting. We can drive. I have a few ideas I for that. Wait. Okay. It, you know we'll, what? We'll I there. cannot wait. Yeah. Um, so let's, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's just jump into final thoughts. How about that? I don't have a lot to say today. Except, but when he says that, he usually does have a lot to say. <laughs> it goes on for like another five minutes. Except that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm. God bless America. And you know what? You know what our podcast, I feel like our theme, our mantra needs to be? You know what? It, and it's going to be that. I have, I have a surprise for Possibly next week. We have a slogan? For, yes, but no, I'm going to say the slogan now, but I have oh. another surprise next week. Oh, jeez. But I think that we are making boxing great again. <laughs> you always say that. That's not like news. <laughs> that's like news. That's fake news. Yeah, but I think that that's, <clears throat> that's, 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 that's our goal. I feel like that's our podcast mantra. 
Your phone's been on the whole time, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because I, I was going to do a video for our Insta. So, B-Money. Mm-hmm. B-Money, what are your final thoughts? Don't put me on the spot like that. I don't really have a lot of final thoughts. You know, I think we're, our, our humanity is on the edge of a precipice here as we look down and towards the abyss. Lots of thoughts. Okay? We're looking down and toward the abyss as we, as we fight and infight with one another in this culture. That's for another conversation. That's for another show. I have a lot of thoughts. I read a lot of weird things. <laughs> stranger things. Yeah, stranger things for sure. All right, Weekend Trav. I think that's about it. It is. Is it? Yeah, we're done. We're done? We're definitely done. Okay, so special thanks to our media partners, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, and IF Enterprises for your constant media support. We do appreciate our subscriber base, whether you're on YouTube. What, because I stuttered? <laughs> Don't be an ableist. I have a little stutter, so what? I didn't even say a word. Okay, I could Nobody see Nobody knew I could that see I it. gave you that look. I could see it in your baby blue eyes. You're about to make fun of the little stutter I had. Nobody knew I gave you that look. You Unless just, you're watching. You just let the cat out of the bag, but go ahead. Okay. Special thanks also to our subscriber base. If you're following along to our content, thank you so much. If you are not, please consider doing so below. Okay, and I'm saying that nicely because we don't want somebody in an angry fashion to show up to your house one day, and here's what they do. They, they come to your house, and you hear, Hello? Hey, have you subscribed to the Wayne and with Travis Hartman uh, podcast on YouTube and everywhere else? No, I have not. Why not? Because I think you guys suck. Okay. Right in the kisser. Weekend Trav got knocked out. Knocked out, easily. Well, because I'm a different weight class, anyways. Doing just like that. So if you have yet to subscribe, please do so below and on YouTube. Hit the bell icon so you're notified next time we drop some new content, which we do. We do, uh, you know, five predictions. We do all sorts of crap. We're pretty lighthearted. We're pretty fun. Follow us on our Instas as well. On our Instas, my Facebooks, or whatever else there is. But follow us because we're kind of interesting. And every once in a while, if you follow my gambling record, you might make some money. We're not guaranteeing anything. We're not guaranteeing we anything. We never do. Gamble responsibly and don't gamble if you don't have the money to. But and also drink responsibly. It's very fun. If you're 21 and up, this is a very good uh, bourbon. It is a solid bourbon. Okay, so I guess that's it. Put a bow on this one. I'm putting a bow on it. Put a knot in that. Okay, bow. so that's where I point. <laughs> this is the time where I point at you. Correct. <laughs> yes. That there is weekend trap. That there is B money, aka producer, aka. We gotta wrap this up. Pick him up. Uh, put him down. <laughs> God bless.